Here we are. It is April 17th, 1993. Saturday morning, Superstars! Good to have Vince back. Vince has not been uh, at the top of our show for for a while. Well, yeah, I, yeah, I know. I'm Dom, and I'm Finn, and here we are channeling our midlife crisis with uh, year two <laughs> episode episode two year, year two. two. Yes, you're um, just coming off of WrestleMania nine. We had an episode after that. Here's another one, and we're still not left this place no we are still at the north charleston civic center in north charleston south carolina these people are on their fourth pair of clothing <laughs> by this point they haven't taken showers in weeks <laughs> their hair is so greasy it's starting to be able to be used to cook burgers it's pretty bad originally recorded on march 8 1993 so all of this was well before wrestlemania 9 and we're now watching it two weeks after yes. wrestlemania 9. so it's like in aggregate like six weeks <laughs> yeah it's four yeah. weeks ago and two weeks ahead and we're still not caught up with real time yes yes so all of these people that are watching this have no idea that hogan is now the champ we haven't talked about this for a while because we accidentally went to a taping <laughs> <laughs> we stumbled upon we stumbled hey, upon a this? wrestling let's go only yeah. three matches? Sure. <laughs> we, we were in Indiana, Pennsylvania. We had to drive to State College, which was not an insignificant trip. It, mm -mm. But it was, uh, it was like a college idea trip. Let's go to State College. Yeah, yeah why not? Yeah. You, you, you're, you're in college. You can do that stuff. And it seemed like the dumbest road trip known to man because there was only three matches on the card. Yeah. Yeah. We're like, we're going to go all the way to State College to watch three matches. And the next thing we know, we're watching a month's worth of tape. <laughs> a month's worth of superstars from, what was that? Maybe 1990, I want to say 95, 96, somewhere there. It was Perfect versus Hunter and Sable had just debuted because that was yeah. the big story. Ah, that's right. So, yeah, we're stuck here. So this is going to be like uh, overdubbed the show. There's a lot of talking about what happened two weeks ago at WrestleMania and what's mm -hmm. going to continue to happen following that. Meanwhile, we're still a month and a half behind. So. Yes. Well, they package it quite nicely at the very beginning here with a match that nobody knew was coming. Right. Uh, <laughs> we have a big match for a superstars. Bam Bam Bigelow versus The Rocket, Owen Hart. And we start with a cold open mm -hmm. that is very similar to the cold open that Bam Bam had with Earthquake. Yes. When they had the Bam Bam Earthquake match. So I happen to think that Bam Bam likes this. And it was just like, let's do that again with, with the rocket. 
It's filmed like those old fashioned point counterpoint shows where you have like the Republican stodgy guy versus the, the liberal stodgy person. <laughs> and they're just like arguing about politics on PBS. That's exactly what this open is. Yeah. Sheila, will you and your pack of bleeding heart liberals never learn that expanding welfare roles only accelerate inflation and inevitably hurt most those they purport to help? Why, John, you old stick in the mud. I've been listening to that horse shit of yours for months. And you can take that crap and blow it out your ass. Yeah. And I think they're doing this because traditionally, after WrestleMania, the good guy would always win. Sure. And if there was a title change to a new good guy, the new good guy would be up front in, in superstars. Like after WrestleMania 6, superstars opened with the Ultimate Warrior holding up the belt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it, it didn't work for Macho last time. <laughs> like, he, Not so much. The opening credits barely had Macho in it, but we'd always get like the new champion in the main titles. Yeah. But they don't put Yoko up here or Hogan up here. They haven't redone the main titles. Nope. We just get you know the Superstars logo after Bam Bam and Owen talk to each other. So my yeah. question for you is, if okay. this is six months ago, or six months ago, if this is six weeks six ago. Six weeks prior. And a month before WrestleMania, when did high energy break up? That is a good question. Because I, Coco's nowhere to be seen, and Owen's not in his high energy shit. So here we go. High energy. So 92 to 93, the team ended in March of 1993 after Hart injured his knee, which happens... On mm, this show. Right. Happens on this show in the match. So do you think he heard it before and they were just uh, using this as a way to write him off? I'm guessing so. Yeah. yeah. He's going to return to some singles competitions. It says, with Owen Hart out of action, Coco would return to singles competition and immediately entered a house show series with Skinner. Wow. So. Riveting. <laughs> you know, that was, that was high profile right there. He's like the hunter guy, like poor Frankie, Frankie, <laughs> yeah, get that guy yeah. away from me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Owen's going to be out for a little while with a busted up knee. So mm -hmm. no more high energy and Coco will make some appearances. It looks like. Oh, all right. Good for that. Well, we, we start, uh, in, <laughs> once again, the Coliseum. I mean, <laughs> so, some of these arenas have delusions sure. of grandeur. It makes it that much bigger. Just throw a few posts up and we can call it a coliseum. Every week I see this place, it looks, looks smaller. It looks, yeah. like, it looks like a gymnasium. Yeah. Macho looks like he's ready to do a match. He's in his uh, wrestling gear. Like He's yeah. not wearing his tux. He's not wearing the jacket. He's just in his... I just got out of the ring gear. <laughs> yeah, I, I have it the, the sleeveless lime green. Yeah. There. He does look like he could just kind of step out of the green screen and onto the uh, onto the stage. Macho makes clashing work. Like, he's like, any green will do. It's like, close enough. His hat, sure. his jacket, or his, uh, his shirt don't look anything alike as far as the green goes. He's like, well, it doesn't matter. I yep. can't see out of these glasses anyway. We see him in a couple of outfits tonight because we're also going to see him on a Raw episode. And in that one, he's in more of a, I'm going to be in the NWO. They're talking WrestleMania. The King's talking about the, how Doink is his friend. I like how all the bad guys are friends. They hang out in the back in the locker room. Perfect. Got beat up by Lex. He shouldn't have interrupted the celebration party of Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania 9 was in a public storage garage talking to himself. <laughs> Quite the party. I've had several parties like 
Yes. <laughs> Is anyone going to show up? I have 15 maybes. What <laughs> Send out the Evite, man, and everybody's just kind of hanging in yellow. <laughs> Sucks. He was probably really happy to see Mr. Perfect show up. He's like, oh, Kurt, thank you. <laughs> I bought all this pizza. Did you bring a present? Oh, shit. <laughs> and that's when he starts kicking his ass. Yeah, exactly. Come out of mouth. He didn't even bring anything. Oh, damn it. In action tonight, we are going to see Crush. Mm-hmm. We're going to see Mr. Perfect and uh, Yokozuna. And, of course, the previously mentioned match between Bam Bam and Owen Hart. And we're also going to see footage from this past week's Monday Night Raw of the brawl between Luna Vachon and Sensational Sherry. Yeah, Raw is pretty much the only thing that keeps these shows current with footage at this point. Because if you're mm-hmm. if you're going to backlog this thing six weeks, at least you got Raw with something a little bit more current. Well, well, at this point, Raw was taping weeks upon weeks, weren't they? Because it was an hour-long show. I think they were doing like four at a time, too. I don't know. I don't know Raw's schedule. It was like two or it was either two at a time or four at a time. Cause I remember they did that for a while until it went live. It was so weird because they started, I thought they started live. And then I, then when they started traveling, I thought they went to two week tapings and then mm-hmm. it was two weeks for a while. Cause Derek Bischoff would just give away their finishes and then they had to go live again. So I think mm-hmm. it went through different schedules. I don't know what it was at this time, but you know, filming in New York, I don't know how, how many they did. Yeah. A crush who's uh, not over at all. <laughs> That's my guitar chord. <laughs> uh, the red tight eventually, I think, had a better career than Crush did because this is Glenn Ruth. Yeah, right. Yes, he's much more over when he's Thrasher as part of the Headbangers. He's a Headbanger. And yes, uh, definitely. We got some new Tron images. It looks like Crush mm-hmm. has kind of like a new logo there on the Tron as he's as he's walking down the aisle, and we get a shaka bra from from Randy. Yeah, what does that mean? I think we looked it up before. It is used to express approval or solidarity. Often when greeting or parting from someone. When used in a sentence, Shaka bra, he high-fived Lopakon. that <laughs> broke into laughter. <laughs> that John's not as good as the other John. No. <laughs> There's much better Johns. <laughs> Glenn gets some offense, but only to show how uh, strong Crush is. Right. Yeah, they go through the usual format of... I'm big. What you're going to do is not going to hurt me. Right. I will no sell the shit out of you just so I can seem big, strong, and powerful. Yeah. Cause usually the red tight is just there as a throwing dummy. He doesn't get any offense at all. Mm-hmm. But when you got a big guy who's trying to show his indestructibility, or if you're a technical wrestler, the red tight's allowed to get some offense to either show how indestructible you are or how good a wrestler you are. So you can like worm your way yes. out of their offense. If you are a technical wrestler, yeah. but not necessarily a big dude, that's how they show that you are a good wrestler. Yeah. Crush, I wish he had a personality because he had everything else. Like Crush <laughs> could have been New Hogan if he just had some kind of connection to the audience. Well, all he had to do was just, you know, hyperbole the shit out of his promos, yeah. which he never did. Yeah, he was short of an Abrams tank. and he... <laughs> That's all he needed. He was too on the level with his promos. Yeah, he's like, well, I'm just going to go out there and beat the guy up. Like, cr- cr- <laughs> Could you have, like, you know, 26 inch pythons? <laughs> it's like, I do. Check out my tights. <laughs> God. 
Got you crush right here. Yeah, uh, Thrasher's <laughs> tights right now have more personality than crush. That's the same stuff he was wearing before because he looked like yeah. uh, the logo for Safe by the Bell. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, He's got the 90s, <laughs> early 90s tights on, definitely. Yep. We have a run-in with Doink the Clown over in the picture-in-picture. Picture. Yes, we get a double doink to coin a Eagles phrase from two years ago. Oh, my goodness. The Bears' season's going to end on a double doink. We see two separate inserts of doink. Double doink. But they're only saying that there's one doink, and the rest is an illusion. So, yeah, I'm, I'm assuming this was a well-timed promo between the two different versions of doink. A double doink. Well, have you listened to Foley's pod yet? No, no, I okay. have not. They keep on bringing up how like innovative it was to have the three characters on the screen at one time or have the three mm -hmm. characters talk to him. Doink was like three years ahead of the curve. Oh, like, yeah. Doink's doing this. He's in the picture in picture talking to himself and looking at himself and laughing together. Like they got this thing done. And it's like Foley's always talking about how innovative that segment was. And it was pretty cool. But I'm sitting here going, holy shit, Doink did it before he did. Yeah. Doink had the ideas way, way ahead of time. Yeah, he was a true visionary. He was, too. He was a visionary. Yeah. yeah. Vince is in high voice trying to prove there are two doinks. A double doink. He was like in, in like crisis mode of a match, just arguing with the king. Yeah. Uh, that there were two doinks. A double doink. I agree with him. Like, I'm I'm sick of this. No, there was only one doink and it was an illusion. Like, I'm talking to flat earthers. Like, <laughs> dude. There was two doinks. A double doink. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> it's not that hard. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's not even a difficult thing. It's not even like you needed two guys to actually look like. You just paint their face like a clown, and anybody can be doink. Yeah, well, as uh, we find out, there's like five different people that are <laughs> able to be doink eventually. But according to Vince, you know, uh, doink might have figured it out by taking lessons from Siegfried and Roy. Yeah, <laughs> It's like, I don't know if those are the type of lessons you get from Siegfried I, and Roy. You just get eaten by your own tiger. That's <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, so we're out of there. Crush wins. We do get some B-roll of people cheering. I don't know if that was an insert with them cheering for someone else, but uh, mm. they're, do they're doing the, the Shaka thingy. Shaka so. bra and a little bit of the, the Crush thing. So. Yeah. so they're kind of more glad to see him leave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, it's over. Let's get to the next person there. Always be closing. Always be closing. Because we get an update from the pages of Hulk Hogan adorned WWF magazine. Mm hmm. Yep. And our update is uh, with Sean Mooney. And um, this is a sad day, Dom. Uh, is this the, the end of Moons? This is the end of the Moonsters. Mooney is going to take a job on a news station in New Jersey. He's going to become the anchor man for WWOR TV in New Jersey. Like the time I used to pay common people to demean me and tell me I was bad at reading the news when I had that job up in Utica. The next time we will see him. <laughs> Wait a minute. This is, I thought this was WWOR. Why is everybody dressed like aliens with guitars? It's <laughs> <laughs> WGUAR. That's core TV. <laughs> this is WMOB Mobile, 12 on your channel dial and 12 in the TV ratings. Well, he, he uh, the next time we will see him uh, is on the Raw Homecoming show of 2005. Well, I haven't seen his brother since we started this show. So, like, Ian Mooney, I haven't seen at all. Mm -hmm. I've only seen Sean Mooney. You know, he just got married. Do you think his wife is like, dude, 
enough with this. Yeah, you're, you're playing around with, with wrestlers. Yeah, I'm playing <laughs> with the wrestlers and going on the trips and shit. Mm-hmm. Get a, get a desk Time to job. get a real job, Time, honey. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I think that's exactly how this went. But I like this. These guys are fun. This is, no, no. no. <laughs> What's Vince paying you? You could get more money from the news people. Well, we're going to get some behind the scenes on Sherry and Luna, which is actually probably the most interesting storyline going right now. <laughs> like oh, yeah. I, I'm more interested in the Sherry Luna storyline than the, pretty much anything that's on the channel. Certainly. They give us the update from Raw, which was aired the previous Monday, and we get the very energetic Rob Bartlett. For a clinically depressed Chet Cheddarfield. <laughs> on the screen who just looks lost yeah <laughs> he just does not look like he belongs he doesn't act like he belongs he's like sitting there chewing his gum which is so obnoxiously distracting yes exactly he's like i don't care about this i'm just doing what they tell me to i'm gonna go out on a limb here and say the actual start of the attitude era is right here with luna vishan and sherry martell because by the end of it Luna's ass is completely out of her tights, and Sherry's not wearing a top anymore. <laughs> she's completely naked <laughs> by the end of this. She's wearing the Macho Man's hat yeah. <laughs> to cover her chest. <laughs> Which is lucky he had a big hat. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I've never wanted to be a hat before. No. <laughs> till today. Yes, now yeah. we know why. Yeah, I um, want to be the Macho Man's hat. Yeah, so there's a little bit of a back and forth. It starts with Luna doing an interview with Rob Bartlett, and she's putting down sherry's breath for some reason mm-hmm. i don't know why that was was such a big deal and rob surprises her by saying that sherry is here and she comes out in full afro yeah it's 70 sherry here. 70 sherry from good times yes <laughs> and she you know starts talking up a, a storm and a couple of cuts in here to where it gets to the good parts and the brawl ensues and bartlett ends up in the middle of it which is one of the reasons he was probably like you know what Maybe this isn't for me. <laughs> yeah. Because he was getting his ass kicked. <laughs> Six minutes, 42 seconds in, we start getting the first physical thing. Sherry kicks around Bartlett. Yeah. And really nails Luna. She kicks around his body and hits Luna so hard that I think she gets knocked out. Either that yeah. or she's selling like crazy. Because mm-hmm. Luna looks like she got totally clocked. Yeah. Bartlett, for some reason, gets undressed by Sherry. Yeah, they, they all just start ripping off each other's clues. And I'm like, what kind of show are they trying to make this into? We get a very rare appearance of Sergeant Slaughter. Yeah, he actually is like... What? The women are tearing their clothes off. I got to get out there. <laughs> All right, I'll make an appearance for this one. Semper Fi. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. I was thinking, I was like, you know what? You're right with the attitude era because when when the girls would fight, Mm-hmm. Well, at the beginning of the attitude, it was all about ripping each other's clothes off. Yeah, that was the match. It was literally yeah. the match. Yeah. <laughs> the person who loses their clothes loses. Yeah. But the audience wins. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they enjoyed this immensely. So you have these two chicks ripping their clothes off. You got Luna's ass out. You got Sherry, whose top is like completely gone. She's yeah. she's flopping around more than Madonna in the Like a Prayer video. <laughs> and seven minutes forty six seconds in, this little boy with his teddy bear has front row seats. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna grow up quick. <laughs> Start asking those questions now. Got this little Bret Hart bear. Meanwhile, these women are like ripping each other's clothes off. Yeah. Oh man. 
Well, as we come out of that, uh, Sean Mooney is uh, not short of dad puns on this, <laughs> as he was uh, since everything was exposed and there is uh, they had the I think it was the bare evidence or something like that. Yes, he threw that one in there too. So. He got his, his last few dad puns in before he takes off into the good night. I like how Sherry and Macho are like friends again. <laughs> well, he's, he's just, a, he's just interviewing on this. Right. No, it's, it's, we got the Macho King and his queen back. Yeah. It's a real, uh, Betty Veronica thing with Sherry. Oh, and, and here comes Elizabeth again. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's a love triangle. Yeah. Oh, you know what? It was right the first time. <laughs> Should have kicked her to the curb, Sherry. <laughs> David, man, no, she got half my house. Well, Macho in his third costume shows up mm-hmm. once again, saying that we need to apply for. I forgot. There's, there's a, yes. a there's a vetting and yeah, there's a process. I think you need your passport. You need, you need um, your GPA to be at least three point two. <laughs> yeah, they check your AP credits. Yeah, interview with the dean of admissions. <laughs> yeah, what a pain in the ass to be part of the the fan club. <laughs> You still don't get anything new. It's all the same shit it's, as last year. It is. With it. Yeah. It's all exactly the same. I think the commercial's the same. I think it's macho from last year. Pretty much. Pretty much. Well, when they first started airing this stuff, it was just like a picture of all the shit that you would get. Right. And, and in, then, a, uh, in a lump. Yeah. And now they have uh, Savage touting it all. But it's all the same shit. Same tape. Same little collage of wrestlers. That aren't in the company anymore. Yeah. Well, Mike McGurk brings us out of that. And we get a couple of red tights we've seen before. I remember J.D. Stryker, right? Yeah, J.D. Stryker has four matches to his name. Two of them are against the Head Shrinkers. So apparently they like these dudes. Yeah, who's the other guy? The other dude is Ron Preston. Mm -hmm. Um, And this one got me. I couldn't understand. He only has two matches, both which happened this weekend. All right. The other was a dark match the next day against Terry and Tom Turtle, of which I have no idea who that is. Terry and Tom Turtles. I don't know if that was a gimmick or was that like their actual names? I'm going to look. I got puppets. Yeah. Terry and Tom Turtle wrestler wrestling. Oh my God. Yes. They were teenage mutant toxic turtles. The Toxic Turtles, worst of WWF. Oh, God. Yeah, and there they are. There's a... They're wrestling in turtle costumes. Yeah, that's pretty awful. That's probably why (laughs) they were only on dark matches. Yeah, (laughs) because they'd be sued. (laughs) (laughs) They're literally in the costume. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Wow. I'm shocked they made it that far. That's ridiculous. Says that uh, they were also played by Dwayne Gill and Barry Hardy. Yeah, so there you go. Yeah, Dwayne Gill and Barry Hardy are given their first shot at becoming something. And they use Max Moon theme. They use Nazi Moon Man's music. Oh, how dare they? (laughs) Oh, this is awful. Dwayne Gill and Barry Hardy as the Teenage Mutant Toxic Turtles. Terry and Tom Turtle. Who thought up this gimmick? But but neither of those guys are our red tights from the show. All right. Yeah, this is red tight versus red tight versus red tight versus red no, we've got J.D. Straker and Ron Preston. And they're fighting the bloodline. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. The Tiki Bird sound for the entrance of the Head Shrinkers. Good Disney product placement for early 90s. There's a kid in a Disney Aladdin shirt right in the front. front what up, what? 
Like, <laughs> Aladdin was 93, I guess. Yeah, it was around that time. It makes sense. I'm literally doing the math. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> Little Mermaid was 89. Yep. Uh, then Beauty and the Beast came out. And then was it yep. Aladdin? Yeah, it would have been Aladdin. And it was like every two years, too. So that yeah, would make sense. Right. We got new tights on the head shrinkers. Are they new ones or the old ones? Because they were sporting new ones at WrestleMania. I don't know. I, it just, they looked new to me with their, their insignia on the side. Ah, well, okay. they're definitely different than the ones from WrestleMania, but I think they might be the old ones because WrestleMania is still in the future. Yeah, that's true. That's true. They're wearing these before WrestleMania, even though we're seeing them after WrestleMania. Yeah, I need the Doc Brown whiteboard from <laughs> from <laughs> Back to the Future 2. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they got little heads on them. I never noticed that. Yeah. So they uh, they start the match off here with a lot of headbutting. Yes. Not just headbutting the red tights, but headbutting each other. To show that they have hard heads. Yeah, well, I guess it's just they're Samoan. Yeah. They got indestructible yeah. heads. They should still do that to this day. Like, someone should try to headbutt Roman Reigns and be like, nope. <laughs> Doesn't work. <laughs> nope. Doesn't. Nope. Not at all. <laughs> yeah. Do, uh, do, do your history. Yeah. Our commentators, uh, on the other hand, could care less about <laughs> this match because it's all about Mr. Perfect and Lex Luger and Shawn Michaels. Yes. At WrestleMania. Pretty much all they really talked about. They were talking about the confrontation backstage between Mr. Perfect and Shawn Michaels. And they were also talking about how President Jack Tunney is ordering x-rays of Alex Luger's arm as part of his investigation into why everybody's getting knocked the <laughs> We've been wondering when this was going to happen. Was it going to happen with good guy Lex, mm -hmm. where they were going to x-ray his arm so he wouldn't be cheating? Or whether it happened as bad guy Lex. So it looks like it's happening now that they're going to find out that he is a loaded elbow. Yeah, because good guy Lex doesn't look like it happens for like another two months or so. Yeah, and good guy Lex has, wears a uh, protective arm pad so he doesn't cheat using his yeah. his loaded RoboCop arm. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> so my question is, cock it <laughs> who's Lex fighting? Because they're pivoting perfect to Sean. Mm -hmm. So who is Lex? That is a good going question. After? Who, who's the opponent for Lex, or is Perfect fighting both of them, depending on what circuit they're on? Like I'm guessing, yeah, he's he's kind of in the mix. It's a it's a triangle of of cacophony right now. Rikishi was kicking the head off of our poor red tight. Yeah, we get a we get a lot of kicking of the ass of our two red tights here. We get a big vicious roundhouse kick by mm -hmm. not Rikishi. Uh, on our one, on our one red tight, that looked like he almost took the head off the dude. Wow, he kicked her head right off her body. Did you see that? Yeah, this guy took more shots to the face than Jenna Jameson. That's a lot of shots. <laughs> they cut to this weird, like it's a long cut too. It's thirteen minutes thirty six seconds of mm -hmm. Alpha with his finger up his nose, holding the shrunken <laughs> head and rocking back and forth. I don't know what to make of that. I don't, I don't know what's going on. There. <laughs> it's got a lot of issues right there, but hey. They could do that. They're head trickers. Mm -hmm. They're they're allowed. I'm waiting for Jimmy and Jay to do like a full on revival of this act. Like they show up for work and Hunter's like, what the hell happened to you two? <laughs> he, he gained like 85 pounds. It's like, <laughs> We're doing a head shrinker revival. Like, yeah, why not? It's like, no. That could be a Halloween episode. <laughs> so they show up as the head shrinkers. That'd be awesome. I want Jimmy and Jay versus the head shrinkers. Oh, yeah. Like, get Rikishi and Samu's ass back out here. Yeah, bring him out of retirement. Yeah. Bring it on. And have the winners fight off and seek it. 
<laughs> we just keep going back in time. Back in time. Yeah, exactly. We get finishing moves on the double Russian leg sweep, which is where I, I had the question of why are Samoans using a Russian leg sweep? Yeah. Uh, Lawler hopes that Tani gets impeached with all of the choices that he's making in the commentary as Fatu puts Bresson away the top rope splash. Tani isn't long for this world because Gorilla Monsoon becomes president eventually. Mm -hmm. And they drop Tani completely. And then Monsoon takes over and then they, they kind of phase it out. But if you check out Rikishi over here, he's got his bullet scar. He's got this giant scar going up his tum-tum and that's where he was uh, shot the rock made me do it <laughs> i did it for the rock i did it for the rock <laughs> i did not know he got shot yeah now i know yeah it's a big thing on cbs who shot rakishi <laughs> like who shot jr but <laughs> nobody, nobody cared no one gave a shit <laughs> like who's rakishi <laughs> somebody shot him all right good for yeah. him who shot fatu samu's licking the camera on the way out yeah, they were doing all kinds of over-the-top uh, things with the camera and the, the spot that you mentioned earlier with, like, Afa with his finger up his nose. It looks like they didn't have a fish to eat this time, so they needed to level up on their craziness at the end. Well, they've been in this arena for six months. I mean, all the food's gone bad. It's gone <laughs> totally rotten. Yeah. Mean Gene hung over and upset that he has to do the event center now. The effervescent... Chet Cheddarfield. Like, Damn up. you, Mooney. Why are you leaving? <laughs> no, I'm stuck doing this. Gene has made this uh, sort of his own, though, because he, his segues into various wrestlers doing their promos are, are quite interesting. He gives us a few Gene puns mm -hmm. through this. We start off with our, our Nasty Boys promo, and they come in, and they are all about getting the titles back, but they don't really mention who has the title. Yeah, it's like, you got to cut a promo. All right, so we're fighting for the titles, but who has the titles? Because we're doing this before WrestleMania 9, yeah. but it's going to air after WrestleMania 9. And they're like, um, we don't know. Good luck. <laughs> Figure it out. Yeah. Because they're like, we just, uh, you know, we, we started to step aside because we're, 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 we're good friends with Hogan and Beefcake, but we've decided that we'd only do it if we got the face to champions. So we don't know who we're fighting. <laughs> <laughs> just in case they don't mention Money 8, they might not be champs. So, uh, yeah, we're going to push. We want the titles. <laughs> yeah. Whoever's champs now, yeah, that's who we're fighting. <laughs> yeah. That's who we're going against. Yeah, because you could tell at the time they had no idea who the champions were going to be when they actually aired this promo. Yeah, this uh, had to be recorded, I'm, I'm guessing, before WrestleMania 9. For sure, but now that it's airing after WrestleMania 9, it doesn't make a lick of sense. There's a lot of promos no. like that where it's it looks dated. It's like yeah. you're watching this week's show and everything about it's dated. If you look at the membership thing, the, the fan club thing, mm. all the wrestlers there aren't there anymore. Yeah. You got this promo with the Nasty Boys talking about they're going to face the champions, whether or not it's Hogan or Beefcake, which we all know it isn't. Yeah. So they, they're cutting a promo without knowing the results there. So that's dated. And then we have this f***ing WrestleMania song again. Yeah. I was wondering why they brought this back. Like, I didn't understand that at all, mm -hmm. bringing the WrestleMania song back. And it's apparently going to be sold somewhere. 
half those guys are gone. Brett's talking about how he's champion, and he's not. Like, nope. This episode just got fucked. It just yeah. completely got fucked. Yeah, we're just waiting until we can get to a new arena so we can start pushing some new feuds, I'm guessing. Well, we come out of the Nasty Boys promo, and Gene uh, segues us well into the Papa Loves Mambo, Papa Loves Voodoo, Papa Shango. So we get our Papa Shango promo, which is lots of made-up words, which all stand for pain. Apparently, <laughs> including Papa Shango. Papa Shango is a pain. <laughs> That's right. Well, he's done Papa Shango is a pain before, but never with this like lead in yeah. where he sounds like he's singing in the music, man. <laughs> Papa says, I have the size and the power of voodoo. The size of voodoo? What's the size of voodoo? I don't know. I'm assuming that he meant his size. Okay. But it just sounded like he was talking about the size of voodoo. And he calls out Bret Hart. Are they going to try and bring that feud back now that uh, Bret's not champion anymore? Because that was a feud right before they kind of stuck Bret into that spot. Can you imagine Papa Shango if they did the production value of Bray Wyatt's character? Oh, my God. Papa Shango's be the shit. That shit was the bomb. That shit was the bomb. I'm the shit. We'd be talking about <laughs> Papa Shango for the rest of our lives. Yeah. Godfather. What's that shit? He was Papa <laughs> fucking Shango. Like, <laughs> He needs to be made relevant again. So hopefully they'll they'll do something with him. Well, I mean, Shango barely wrestled. Like, there's no doubt that dude could do this gimmick again. You could do the Undertaker. Yeah. You could do early '90s Undertaker with a beat up old Mark Calloway at this point because he just no sell. Yeah, we come out of that, and and Gene tells us that Papa Shango apparently reads books with a blowtorch. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't know what it means, but I'm like, okay. I mean, there's another fire to boat books. Like, yeah. you remember? There was another reference that he made in here that with, I should have written it down, but I didn't get it. So I I don't know. G, G was just making himself chuckle backstage, I think, with some of this stuff. Before we leave the uh, Nasty Boys, I mean, Gene's talking about how uh, Nobs and Sabs, they have great haircuts if they were going to the chair. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we are... Currently doing a voiceover in the present with mm -hmm. a show that's six weeks in the past, but we're going to do a replay of WrestleMania. Which is two weeks ago. <laughs> Just two weeks ago. Okay. At this point. And we have Perfect awaking from his concussed slumber being hit by the uh, bionic elbow. Walking down the tent. We get to see backstage of WrestleMania 9. He's walking down the yeah. tent. And then he crashes Shawn Michaels' party. Oh, my party. It's a... Uh, Two guys backstage by a garage. Mm -hmm. um, Some party, dude. Where are the chicks? Yeah. <laughs> Where are the chicks? There are no chicks. Before this match, there was like 75 women that came from Planet Heaven. Yeah. Why aren't they back here with Shawn Michaels and Lex Luger? Nope. Not at all. Not if they're hanging out in a warehouse, man. <laughs> yeah. Those ladies need to be wide and dined. Yeah. Like, where are you? You got jeans and you're hanging out in a garage? Nah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah this was fun yeah bye <laughs> I'm gonna go home for a while we'll be back later no really but we get modern day past six weeks ago <laughs> yeah yeah Mr. Perfect in blue uh, coming out for his match yes and he is facing one of our turtles apparently Barry Hardy one of the not so famous Hardy boys even less than Nancy Drew oh that'd be um, that'd be the best if he was like <laughs> Matt and Jeff and Barry. <laughs> yes. He did have some alter egos where he was one of the executioners. And we, we've, we've numbered the executioners in the past, but apparently the executioners also had some names. 
Oh, yeah? Uh, and he was also known as Executioner Agony. Oh, no <laughs> shit. Like he's yeah. like in Hellraiser? Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Along with Barry Hardy, he was also known as Mr. Terrific. So you can put Mr. Perfect and Mr. Terrific together in a, in a uh, match right here. Yeah, where's Orndorff? Oh, he's yeah, Mr. Uh, Wonderful, too. <laughs> yeah, all of them. All of them. <laughs> yes, that's Mr. Terrific. Mr. Perfect. Who was the trumpet player in the Blues Brothers? He was Mr. Somebody. We'll never get Mr. Fabulous. Mr. Fabulous. (laughs) We've got them all. Mr. Terrific, Mr. Perfect, Perfect. Mr. Wonderful, and Mr. Fabulous. Yes. In a four way. (laughs) Holla, holla, six man tag. (laughs) Well, the uh, announcers are arguing whether or not Perfect can beat Sean for the Intercontinental title as Perfect to town on Hardy, hit some good chops in the corner, and we get to hear from our picture in picture of Shawn Michaels running down perfect. He doubts that Mr. Perfect wants any more of Shawn Michaels. I was looking forward to this. Mr. Perfect was like the intercontinental champ, the first intercontinental champion I, I saw, really. Mm-hmm. Um, because when I started watching regularly, like weekly, it was mm-hmm. right after WrestleMania six. The Warrior had just won both. He had both titles, and Tony's like, "You can't have the Intercontinental belt. You can be world champion, but you can't have them both." So they did the tournament for the Intercontinental Championship, and Perfect won it. So you saw him win this whole tournament, and then he was like champion for quite a, quite a long time. And they like would go back and forth with Brett and the Texas Tornado. So like Perfect was the Intercontinental Champion in my mind. So seeing him like go back for it with uh, now is a good guy against Sean, I was looking forward to at the time. Cool. Yeah. What the hell is Barry wearing? Barry's wearing pants that are too short with like a red training belt that's holding him in or protecting his back <laughs> or he's got like a stunt belt on. He's gay. He's just got pieces of other wrestler stuff. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like i have no gear can somebody help me out yeah he's like i got a bad back can i have a pillow yeah perfect doing some heel work in the corner with hardy where he's like slapping him around and he's taking a page out of the maltese book say do you know who i am (laughs) mr perfect (laughs) he clotheslines his head off the top rope i mean there's nothing about him that's a good guy he has no idea how to wrestle as a good guy no he's he's so much better as a heel did you see charlotte flair did the same thing where she forgot she was a face oh no so she wins the title mm. and she grabs the belt from the ref and then realizes that she's supposed to be a good guy. Oh. <laughs> Hands the belt back so the ref can raise her hand up. She's like, oops, sorry, I'm, I'm a good guy now. He completely forgot. So there's been some silly windups for finishers that I've just never really liked. I never liked the, uh, oh, he snapped for uh, Shamrock, Kim Shamrock. Oh, Shamrock, oh, yeah. He snapped. He's, and, and then he'd go for his uh, ankle lock thing. Yeah, uh, and I wasn't crazy about the Randy Orton dive down and start uh, yeah. pounding, pounding the ground. Man. Yeah, now you're going to see a perfect plex. It's got to be at the top of the list of terrible windups <laughs> for a finisher. <laughs> if he's the baby face, he needs to have like that, you know, here it comes moment. Because <laughs> otherwise it just happens and then you're like, oh, I missed it. Now you're going to see a perfect plex. Yeah. I mean, he's already got the windup. You got to put the head in place. You got to put the arm in place. You got to hook his leg. He's got like four moves to start the move. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't really need to say, now you're going to see a perfect plex. We're pretty sure we're going to see the perfect plex. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I, I feel better if he tells me. <laughs> I feel like I could get myself prepared for the moment where it's going to happen. You know, if it just happens right away, and I'm like, ah, ah, I missed. There is somebody who is cheering for perfect. Like he's one of the Beatles. 22 minutes, 43 seconds in after he 
pins our poor red tight. There is this woman definitely approaching 50 who just goes ape shit. And seated right next to her is the motherfucker from Machete. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Danny Trejo. I think it is. <laughs> or his less famous cousin. Oh, it's Bobby Trejo. It's Bobby Trejo <laughs> next to this 50-year-old MILF that really wants to get in the perfect pants. I mean, perfect is showing enough that uh, you know, she doesn't have too much to imagine there. Yeah, I'm back in the day in high school, we were watching this with Oh my friends. God, it is Dan Bobby Trejo. Isn't oh. it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with short hair. Yeah. It's from Dust of Dawn in the house. We used to make fun of perfects all the time for just like showing his schlong. Oh yeah. Nonstop. Easily. We called yeah. it the, per the perfect unit. <laughs> what, yeah. we, what we called it. We know why he's leaning back in that perfect place. Mm -hmm. uh, always be closing. Always be closing. Uh, guys, definitely on more than just Ica Pro. <laughs> yes. The Steiner Brothers. The Steiner Brothers are now telling Ica Pro. And what I have here is Rick took too many Ica Pros <laughs> in the next few years. Yes. <laughs> He's already on his way. Now we know where it started. Outfit number four for the Macho Man is his Slim Jim. Tour. He's very angry with chips for some reason. <laughs> yeah, he's chips. chips. <laughs> no, not chips. That's why he didn't he's... get a Shawn Michaels party. Yeah. <laughs> chips. That's all they had was chips. They didn't have Slim Jims. Fuck this. Come on, showgirls. Let's get the fuck out of here. Well, we are back for our main event. Mm -hmm. Of the evening, we've got Bam Bam Bigelow versus The Rocket, Owen Hart. Yes, who's in his Bret Hart adjacent gear. This is the blue version of Bret Hart's outfit, but instead of the things going down the legs, he had a rocket going up the legs. Yeah. But kind of blue blazer-ish, but not quite. Yeah, I noticed he did the he did the Blue Blazers entrance where he goes up on the top rope and does the big backflip off. Isn't that mm -hmm. what the Blue Blazer used to do? Yeah. I remember that. And he's got kind of a, a Bret Hart jacket going with the blue, so pimping off his brother a bit. His knee looks fine. He's doing all sorts of goofy shit, but who knows? Yeah, well, I think it it does. He blows it out during this match. You think apparently. he actually gets hurt during this one? Uh, he does. Oh, okay. Actually, from the, the notes, uh, from the, the sites that I went on, this was an actual, this was not a sell. He could barely move there towards the end, and he will be out for quite a while. Hmm. After after this match, we start off the match with Owen drop kicks Bigelow and then starts beating him up a little bit. We get a lot of I'm the baby face, so I'm going to get a lot of big stuff here at the beginning. It's your typical baby face versus heel match where the in the early 90s, where the baby face gets a lot of major offense off the, the bat to get the crowd really going into it. And then uh, the heel is able to turn it around. And just really starts, you know, wailing on the baby face for a while until hopefully your baby face can come back. They trade insecurities. Like Bam yeah. Bam Bigelow gets his foot up to Owen's. Uh, Owen's not the tallest guy in the world, but Bam Bam Bigelow is a fucking enormous. Yeah. And he can one foot kicks Owen in the head and then Owen comes back and does the same thing to him a little bit later. I'm like, God, Bam Bam was like, I didn't appreciate how good he was and how yeah. much he flew around at the time. And he's in my favorite Bam Bam Bigelow outfit, which is... Yes, I did notice that too. He has the black with the flames, which is much better than the yellow. Yeah, without the uh, yellow leggings either. Yeah. So this is my new theory on why the Bam Bam Kamala match didn't happen. Okay. Because I noticed there was a good long rest hold sequence in the middle of this uh, the bear hug um, 
thing? No, no, before the bear hug. Oh, okay. Like Owen hits him with a missile drop kick and gets two with a sunset flip before he starts working on his arm. Mm-hmm. And then it's a lot of like rest holds with the arm. And this is only like, uh, the whole match is like six and a half minutes. Uh, this is only like a minute and a half into it. So my theory is that they didn't do a Kamala Bam Bam match because neither of them can last longer than two minutes without which, doing a rest hold. Which is weird because it was cut for time. Like, we don't have time for it. Like, it's yeah. we can only be out there for three minutes before both of us die. If they had the match or maybe they like did a mock version of the match. And they're like, this is boring. There's too many rest holes. Like these guys can, you know, they're going to get too winded. And especially out there in the desert, you know, Mm. we know how winded Yoko got. Like to get two big dudes out there that, you know, had some trouble having to do rest holds fairly often. That could be a really, really boring match. Well, 29 minutes, 49 seconds in, you get Owen Hart blowing his knee out on the top rope. Yep. Yeah. He tries to, he gets thrown into the corner. Mm-hmm. And he tries to jump up to the top and completely misses with his left leg and apparently like throws his knee out. I don't know if it was, if that was the exact spot that might have aggravated it because there's a spot right before that, not too long before that, where he gets thrown up into the air by Bam Bam. And it almost looks like he's going to land on his head, but he catches himself with his arms first. And you see him come down pretty hard mm-hmm. on that same exact knee at that point. So I don't know if that was like the beginning of it. And then the, the rope spot just aggravated it to the point where he could, he could barely walk on it. Well, at that point, like it's almost a one-sided match where Bam Bam just takes over the entire match. I guess the bear hugs after that, just like, are you okay, dude? He's like, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much, yeah, pretty much what happened. They, they said they, they had to, they had to cut it, the whole match short because he blew out his leg. And that's why the finish happened so quickly after that. Even though this is after his knee got hurt, Owen does the best uh, run into the turnbuckle I've ever seen. And I thought his brother was the master of it. And then I saw mm-hmm. Owen run into the thing. I was like, holy shit. Oh, yeah. And you hear like a pop off mm-hmm. the turnbuckle or if it was the post. Yeah. It sounded like he like hit the post. Like it sounded bad. Oh, yeah. I see what you're talking about. Because yeah. he does two spots where he holds the knee before. But mm-hmm. then 32 minutes in, uh, he goes up and tries to get on the rope. And that's and he, and he can't do it. Yeah. Hmm, very interesting. So were the first two cells and the third one was the real... Oh, now he's yeah. hopping on one foot. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's not doing good. Yeah, yeah the other so. two are phony, and this is like the real deal. Yeah. Come on, so. ref, put the X up. Where's the X? <laughs> Protect the wrestler. Yeah. There's no Xs in the 90s. <laughs> no, <laughs> they didn't care back then. Yeah. You make it through the end of the match. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, yeah, Owen's talking to him. He's like, I'm really screwed up. <laughs> yeah. And then they Bam Bam just goes to finish it off. All yeah. Right. Goes straight home, does the headbutt off the top rope. And that was it. Bam Bam doesn't look too happy about it either. He's like, damn it. Yeah. No, he's only Did he so lose a tooth? Do. Bam I don't Bam know if he loses it. I don't know if that was a lost tooth. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, because I saw him do that too. Like, it looks like he spits out what looks to be a tooth. Yeah. And, and you can see like a big gap. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Yeah, this could have been uh, bad for both of them. Oh, there it is. Yeah, he loses the leg. He loses the leg on that shot. Oh, well. Oof, poor so Owen. we will not see Owen for a little while. And uh, I'm going to guess that he comes back heel. He starts getting jealous of Brett. Yeah. But the real big turn of of it is uh, Survivor Series. Oh, yeah. Okay. Brett, Owen, and the other guys. And the rest. Now available 
the collector's memorial issue plus two huge posters of Andre the Giant. Worst centerfold ever. <laughs> it's nine pages long. <laughs> oh. Can't even hold the whole thing up. Can somebody yeah. grab this, please? Yes, I was going to say, uh, Andre the Giant dies, so let's capitalize on it, please. That's right. My giant is a centerfold. <laughs> After that, we see the WrestleMania music video again, which we saw several weeks ago. Didn't we see it for, um, so we saw it for the Royal Rumble, even though it said who who will survive, and we're trying well, to figure yeah, that out? Well, it was, yeah, it was, it was for WrestleMania. It was right after the Rumble. Okay. It was for WrestleMania, but it was all footage of Survivor Series. So they keep saying, who will survive? <laughs> now, you told me that the real lyrics are, this is our life. Mm -hmm. I keep on listening to this thing, and it doesn't sound like that at all. No. <laughs> I, no. If, I don't if, remember the 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 quick promos from Hacksaw and Tatanka. No. I remember the one for the big boss man. I don't remember the Bret Hart. Yeah. Where he's I running around with the belt. Either. Yeah. So this, this is uh, like the uncut version of it. And we got Lex in so. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Nasty boys are in there as well. I swear we had Repo in it in the original. I'm not going uh, back. I refuse to go back. If no. I have to watch this thing ever again. No. A lot of boss man who they is got, not with the company anymore. Damien Demento. Man. Yeah. And they have Razor Ramon hitting the boss man with his own nightstick. Where were these <laughs> matches? And they had the Beverly Brothers. I missed the Beverly Brothers. Yeah, we won't see them again. Uh, we need them and Max Moon back. We're losing some good guys. Yeah, <laughs> sucks. Yeah. It's kind of funny because when if you take the red tights out of the equation, there's no roster. <laughs> like there's, no. There's, there's like, more red tights than there are actual wrestlers. How many wrestlers <laughs> were in the WWF at this time? 12? Yeah, like, not, not a lot. No. It's like a really short roster. Like, Tony yeah. Khan, stop signing people. You need like <laughs> 13 dudes. That's it. Yeah, there's not. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, there's not a lot. It's a very small roster right now. Yeah. Yokozuna's going to come out with very handsome geishas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Can, so handsome. Geishas get worse all the time. But they keep on talking about Hacksaw fighting Yoko, and we're trying to figure out what Hogan is. So my hypothesis presupposes that yeah. Hogan is basically just there for the European tour. He's not doing any house shows. No. The only person who's going to be fighting Yoko around the circuit is Hacksaw. And that's why we keep on promoting Hacksaw. Like, have we seen Hogan since WrestleMania? Not besides the footage that they show mm -mm. of Hogan from WrestleMania. That's it. And this episode, they barely even talk about him. The only time you really see him, they talk a little bit about him during this match, but you only see him on the cover of the magazine besides that. Because he's not even, he's not in the WrestleMania video. Vince is like, oh, great. He's going to be back in Royal Rumble. We're going to bring him back. Yeah, he's back. And then he's like, I'm going to go film another TV show. <laughs> God damn it. Yep. I'm just going to hold on to this belt for a little yeah. while, brother. <laughs> yeah. Not, I'll defend it once at uh, King of the Ring. And I'm out. Yeah, You'll never see me again. Who the hell is this guy? Chris Katowski? Yeah, so we have, um, yeah, Chris Ka Chris Katowski. Yeah, this is another red tight that didn't do too much. He had two matches. Mm -hmm. This was one of them, and the other one was versus Kamala in the same weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so they just threw this guy to the wolves, <laughs> and he's like, I'm done. That's yeah. enough. Here's my gimmick. I'm going to fight. Everybody over 400 pounds. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> Two matches later, it's like, oh, I'm out. 
I think so, I'm done. <laughs> it was fun while it lasted. Or they're just out of guys. Like we're out of 400 pound guys. Yeah. Everybody stands up to go see Yokozuna. Yokozuna is already like a uh, attraction more than anything oh, yeah. else. He's like, come on, look at this enormous 500 pound man. Taxi cab, Yokozuna. I was going to say several chess games at the same time. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He's like, that would be funny. <laughs> we need a big enough robe for Yoko. Well, we have a lot of old high energy pant stuff. <laughs> Sew that together in a robe. Mm -hmm. We get a lot of commentary back and forth arguing whether or not Yokozuna is the champ or the former champ. They go over the stipulations of a championship match. And apparently Fuji has lodged an official protest that Yokozuna is not the champ anymore because there was no contract signed, blah, 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 blah. There was no anything. No. There was no contract. And after sitting through 35 hours of watching him sign a contract for the, the, the real match, it was like, well, why do they go through this? They didn't ring a bell. They cheated right in front of the ref. That's all it took. You, it's, it's, it's the Hogan fairy dust. Yeah. When Ric Flair interfered in the Undertaker match, they redid that match in a week. Tuesday in yeah. Texas, fight again. And then they yeah. stripped Hogan for cheating after after that hogan cheated the exact same what time out hold on <laughs> hogan cheated the exact same way fuji did and got stripped of the title mm -hmm. because he took the ashes and threw them in the face of the undertaker and pinned them this motherfucker <laughs> threw salt in the eye of bret hart they changed the title uh, bret hart should still be champion i call bullshit i call bullshit or we need another <laughs> royal rumble and rick flair will show up yay <laughs> win that one yeah well, anyway, Katowski gets his ass beaten here very heartily. My fatality of the night is the belly-to-belly -belly suplex that literally flattens Katowski in the middle of this match. Fatality. Yeah, because Joko's getting bigger by the week. Yeah, and he follows it up with like a massive leg drop that just doesn't look like it's fun. I can understand why Katowski only had two matches this weekend. It's like, I'm out. Yeah. He's done. What looks like hurts the most is Yoko's, it probably doesn't, but Yoko's hit to the throat where he just like goes and stabs the guy with his hand into the, into his throat. Oh yeah. And that, and that they, either Katowski sold that really well, or it actually did hurt. Cause he throws him across the ring. He kind of bounces out and just takes that chop to the throat right after the bonze drop in the corner. And it just looks like it hurts. Yoko full force on this guy for his finisher. He, yeah. He didn't, he didn't brace himself or anything. 41 minutes, 28 seconds in on the far right front row, you get a really, really pissed off trailer park woman. <laughs> she is furious with Yokozuna. <laughs> she is appalled. She really oh. flips out at him. She is not happy. No. no I She's like really angry. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody holds her back. <laughs> Someone tell her it's fake. She's, she's like, Jesus, she's going to kick some Yoko ass. <laughs> she is. She's really she upset. She is ready. <laughs> Yoko's winded. He's just sitting there. He's like, <laughs> he's like bad to be out there. Yeah. In Yoko's defense, he's probably been out there seven times that night. Oh my God. Yeah. Easily. Easily. I think we've seen him. Yeah. I want to say a, a, a solid four times. Yeah. This episode. Well, oh. the taping we went to, we saw like three triple H matches. Yeah. Well, available this Thursday on Coliseum home video. Yep. Here it comes. Can't WrestleMania wait. nine. And just the, the shot of the five people that are on the cover. First of all, how did Jimmy Hart get his ass on that cover? <laughs> get him off of there. Hey, it's all who you know, and he knows Yoko. <laughs> <laughs> but look how happy Brutus is just happy to be there. Jimmy 
I don't know how he got on there. Hogan, yeah, yeah. smiling ear to ear. Yoko, very proud. And Bret Hart looks like this emo, miserable fuck. <laughs> he looks so pissed off. Yes. On the cover He's of pissed at this point. He's like, done. This sucked. Yeah. <laughs> this was the worst WrestleMania ever. And we agree with you, Bret. That's right. You got screwed. <laughs> yeah. In the event center, Mean Gene. Back with Gene in the event center. We get a couple of promos to finish out the show. Razor Ramon is our first one, and he's a very happy guy. Yeah. He says he is the happiest guy in WWF. He's, you know, came from nothing. Now he's got his name in lights. He's dripping in gold. And of course, he's oozing machismo. Yeah. You should probably so, get an ointment for that. <laughs> he says he's got a better life than the president. I don't think that comment aged well, knowing what <laughs> happens to Clinton. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Clinton's like, no, you don't. <laughs> Are you getting BJs in the Oval Office? <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> I win. <laughs> we got Clinton cutting a promo and the camera just pulls back. Yeah. Clinton's like, I got two words for you. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Check this out. That's and I'm president. Razor's apparently after the WWF <sighs> belt. But a little better than you right now. That's right. <laughs> Doing good. Yeah, Razor's after a belt. He just doesn't mm. know which one. He just says the WWF belt. All right. He's like, I can buy one of those from the store if you yeah. would. Yeah, you can champion right now at wweshop.com. Yeah. His pastiness is now on the screen. We got to uh, yes. We move over to the Undertaker. With Paul Bearer, and Paul Bearer just loves death. Yeah, it's all about it. Lots of death. He's loving it, loving it, loving it. And one death that is hanging heavy is that of Giant Gonzalez. And I was like, did he die? Well, his career. (laughs) (laughs) If that's what we're talking about, then we're okay. Yeah. I like how they had the WrestleMania 9 match. He said, you know what would be a good idea? Put this thing on tour for three more months. (laughs) Yeah, this this was a hit. (laughs) <laughs> keep on going well the undertaker says that it is time for giant gonzalez's questions to be answered why can't the undertaker be destroyed come with him to the dark side for all your answers well we leave there always be closing a b c we got macho man in his fifth outfit of the night yep because you could buy plastic mounds that kind of look like wrestlers <laughs> yes they are very top heavy wrestlers very tiny little legs, but large upper torsos that apparently the arms move so we can kind of make them wrestle. All right. So here's who I can recognize. And you tell me who everybody else is. Because right. I, uh, I know we got Mr. Perfect on the far right. Mm-hmm. We got Earthquake. We got Typhoon. We have Hulk Hogan. We got Coco Beware. We got the Macho mm-hmm. King. And we have Sergeant Slaughter. Brutus. It's got to be Brutus because he's got the, uh, the hedge clippers. Okay. So he's behind perfect. But who is right up front and who is the guy on the far far left? The guy all the way on the left? Jeez, who is it? Greg the Hammer, maybe? That's what I'm thinking. I think it's Greg the Hammer. Greg the Hammer on the left. And then the guy in the back on the right. That's the best Brutus because of the hedge clippers. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But who's in the who's dead center? Dead center. Oh, like right in front? Right in front. Oh, goodness. It looks like Paul Roma. <laughs> There's no way they made a Paul Roma figure. <laughs> That's who it looks like. I'm going to guess it's right. Tito. 
Vince, yeah, look, gonna... we got molds. We can make about <laughs> 12 of these guys. Who do you want? And he lists like 11 Hall of Famers and Paul Roma. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be Tito. That's what I'm thinking. Like pre-Matador Tito. Yeah, that's pre-Matador Tito, I'm guessing. I don't know who else that could be. I don't know. And Macho's once again back. He's like Mr. Pitchman at this point. Oh, yeah. He's, he's selling all the merch. He's going back to the Slim Jims. We got the Slim Jim commercial for the second time. Mm -hmm. We have a poor kid who's wearing a Ric Flair shirt. Guess what, big guy? <laughs> You're in the wrong federation at yeah, this point. Change the channel. Yeah, Rick, yeah. Rick's not coming there. So that's it. So what would you think? Did you like the episode, Than? Uh, I think this was just, you know, besides the Owen Bam Bam match, which is actually pretty good despite the finish, this was just a lot of leftover that, you know, we needed to get through to hopefully get us somewhere new next week. This episode really had to rely on the commentary to keep it interesting. Just talking about post-WrestleMania feuds and, and things that might be coming up. But besides that, you know, that the matches were so-so. Match of the night, obviously, Owen and Bam Bam. Red tight of the night. Owen Hart. Yeah, I, well, I, <laughs> yeah, I mean, if he's a loser, I guess I would probably have to give it to Chris Katowski. The guy gets uh, flattened by Yoko. Uh, yeah, the guy Yoko. gets flattened by Yoko. Because, uh, man, he really had, he had a rough weekend. Yeah, well, after this match, I, I looked him up. They wrote a children's book about him, and then he became <laughs> kind of like an elementary school project where you mail oh. him across the world. <laughs> yes. Yes. Flat Chris. Yes. But <laughs> uh, I've I've seen that one done before. Yeah. yeah. He's crossed paths with Flat Beethoven many times. Yeah. Yes. There you go. Well, tune in next week where we'll have intercontinental champion Shawn Michaels in the house. Yay. An update about Owen Hart. Now that we know like his, his leg is done. <laughs> Charisma abounds with Tatanka. Yep. Yep. We will talk about the spirits and the high chiefs. Mr. Hughes, who was actually pretty impressive last time we saw him. Yeah, we liked Mr. Hughes last week. So yeah. Uh, see what they do with him. And Narcissist the Narcissist mm -hmm. will have his medical evaluation. Hopefully we don't have to see it. <laughs> like this guy <laughs> pulls out his finger with his, <laughs> his jelly. <laughs> All right, Lex, just breathe. Cough. <laughs> Turn your head. Please. <laughs> Right off of freebasing like a pro, we have uh, the Steiner brothers. Rick, okay. <laughs> stay off the wind, buddy. <laughs> stay off the wind. Stay off the nitro. Oh, yeah. uh, big Papa Pro. <laughs> He's coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's coming soon. Hopefully, we'll start to hear some rumblings about the new pay-per-view that is yes. going to be airing. The King of the Ring. The King of the Ring. Which will be in June, so we are in mid-April at this point, so they have to be starting to talk about that if they're going to get it going here. Yeah, hopefully. Maybe, maybe, yeah. I, th I think we'll go three or four weeks of house show circuit stuff and then jump into King of Ring promotion. Yeah. So I don't think we're going to get it in wherever we are next, but the place after that. Okay. But until right. then... Okay. Sayonara, Undertaker. Yes, and Shawn Michaels has left the building.